This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Halloween is tomorrow. It's supposed to be a fun time for everyone, kids, adults, and everyone in between. There are kids with disabilities who end up being excluded. So how can you make your home more inclusive? Rich Padula is the founder of Treat Accessibly. He has some tips and tricks to share Rich, it's great to have you back on the program. So nice to talk to you again. Thank you so much for having me. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Rich, the first time you and I connected was in October of 2019. The That's next right. the next year, 40,000 homes participated in Treat yep. Accessibly. The pumpkin has kept rolling since. How would you describe <laughs> how Treat Accessibly has grown? Oh, that's great, Dave. Yeah, um, I think this year, uh, based on do-yourself printing, the number of signs we've handed out since 2018, we're at close to 200,000 uh, homes participating in Treat Accessibly. And uh, that puts us about halfway to our goal by 2025, having 400,000 homes participating, one for every child that identifies with a mobility, sensory, or intellectual disability. So we're pretty, I, I mean, a lot of gratitude. Um, it's wonderful. Why do you think people are responding so favorably to this? I know the progress might even feel a little bit slow, but I mean, the growth has been exponential. Why, why do you think people are connecting to this? Uh, you know, I, I genuinely believe the first time you treat excessively and you have a child uh, that you've helped and a parent of a child you have helped approach you and thank you, uh you never go back and you also become the advocate for the movement the same way my wife daughter and i became an advocate uh we just needed to happen once and um you become as passionate about it as we do and uh, every day so it's just i just think it's halloween is an intergenerational movement it's something that or how not a different a tradition intergenerational tradition and you love it as a child you participate in it as an adult um you love it again as a parent and then when you're in the empty nest stage you're you're still participating in it and you love every phase of it and to think a child couldn't have that when so many people do i think that kind of positively puts people up in arms and they uh they uh, are shaken out of apathy and they want to do something to help and uh, treating from the end of your driveway takes about 90% of the barriers away. So it's it's relatively easy uh, to do and uh, it's really fun once you do it once. Rich, you hit it right there that of course it feels good to include people. That's number one, right? The first time you see a kid smile because they got to do Halloween, like that is going right. to resonate and be good for the soul. But you also touched on it there. 
making Halloween more inclusive, making your house more accessible, right. it's actually pretty straightforward. There, there's some really basic things that someone can do to make their home accessible and give that joy to a young person and their family. So what are those broad strokes? What are those basics on how somebody should prepare between now and tomorrow night to make sure more kids can have a lovely yeah. Halloween? Absolutely. Um, well, the first stage is visit the website and it gives you all the tips and tricks and the tips and the tricks have been uh, created by accessibility professionals um, from intellectual to mobility and sensory. Uh, next is uh, get or print your own lawn sign. If you're printing your own lawn sign, print a few of them, put them on a stick, put them at the end of the lawn. This identifies your home as one that will treat accessibly in advance of Halloween. And that's good for neighbors driving by. Um, some neighbors may share with family or friends who don't live in the area. So that's great. Uh, next is treat from the end of your driveway or in your garage. Uh, we've seen some very fun um, uh, takes on the experience, whether it be people going at the end of their lawn. Oh, there's some great graphics here of people treating from the end of their driveway. Um, they uh, have those portable fireplaces, portable heaters. Um, uh, they use tents. Uh, they go all out and decorate their car as like giants. And they <laughs> open back their car and all of a sudden uh, they put teeth in it. So it looks like a dragon's mouth. It's really, it actually adds a lot of fun to the process. But one of the things that, you know, accessibility, it proves again, accessibility way is the right way, is it really shares a sense of community that I think has been lost, uh, not just because of COVID, but in general. Um, I feel uh, people always say it was better when I was a kid, but I do remember um, running the streets at Halloween when I was little and every neighbor was out and chatting and mm. that's kind of we hearken back to with this movement it's a community movement it's one where we remove the closed doors we remove the stairs and uh, it's kind of becomes like a block party every time you have a post a treat excessively Halloween village it, it not kind of it is yeah and yeah it's something that I I really love to see and people really love to do like we do nine treat accessibly Halloween villages across the country now 15,000 kids and parents came out to them in the nine cities and every single city wants to do them again the second the event is done they ask to do it again and um yeah we just repeat it every year and it just grows and it's so much fun uh it's so much fun and uh yeah, so broad strokes, put a sign on your lawn, go to the end of your driveway, no jarring noise. Music's fine because as people approach your location, the music sort of starts to raise in volume based on their proximity to your location, so it's not jarring or frightening. Uh, no strobe lights, nothing that has shocking lights to it. Um, yeah, it's actually... It's pretty reasonable because as much as I love Halloween, I don't like getting scared and things that jump out and uh, <laughs> and have loud noise are frightening, even to the adults. And our hearts can't 
deal with that the way kids are. So <laughs> yeah. let's let's avoid those things in general for rich. As, as I rapidly approach my mid midlife crisis as well, uh, <laughs> my heart also can't take those ones. Rich, yeah. you, you know, you're talking about that community building side of this, and I I'm just I'm so here for community building because that yes. that stuff really matters. And even when I think yes. about the lighting side of this, just saying, hey good steady lighting not too bright not yeah. too strobey not too dark there's only about a minute left here rich but i think about yeah. lighting is such a big thing because Absolutely. it's warm it's welcoming and i think it also yeah. makes the community safer for the kids if everybody's got their driveways nice and well lit in a nice steady way on halloween night Absolutely. The, also, the good part about doing things by the end of your driveway is you benefit from the streetlights that are already there. Um, so that kind of lights up the background. And uh, we have a wonderful uh, series of other tips on the website uh, that are more into the specific logistical stuff. But that's the broad strokes. And um, before we, we uh, sign off, I wanted to share one thing with the 5,000 families across Canada. Um, we uh, gifted a book. It's called Atticus Goes Trick-or-Treating. Atticus is a real little boy. The grandmother of the book uh, created the origin story um, for Treat Accessibly, but made Atticus the hero. So I want to shout out to Atticus, uh, who's the hero of the story. Your book was given to every seating minister in Ontario, and the story was shared by my daughter, Sienna, and they are going to make an effort not only to champion Treat Accessibly in Ontario, but across Canada to other ministers of accessibility. And um, we're going to win next right year. Be... Yeah. Rich, this has been just an amazing effort from you and your colleagues and your friends and your supporters and the folks at Remax lending a hand as well. Yeah. All the best to you. Happy Halloween, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Adios. Happy Halloween. That's Rich Padulo, the founder of Treat Accessibly. You need to learn more. Visit treataccessibly.com. Treataccessibly.com to learn more. That's all the time there is for the show today. Talk to you again tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, I'm Dave Brown reminding you to play safe, play fair, but don't forget to have some fun. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.